0: welcome back for episode 25 of the cut I am your host Christian Williams I'm here with Randy Hall Randy how you doing
1: doing great
0: it was fun to see a Twitter feed of fire Sabin today
1: I'm real happy about that one I didn't so, see that yeah it was it wasn't on for
0: long it was just it was trended for like an hour or something that's pretty nuts um I am also here with Nathan Joyce uh, he is returned to the cut Nathan how you doing tonight
2: Doing good, man. Um haven't been placed on IR with you guys yet. So I think I'm just week to week now. So. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So for everyone listening, uh, we're sorry we weren't we weren't able to get to this episode last week. Uh, we also just didn't tweet out a lineup. Um, so we dropped the ball there. But we're back. We're ready to roll. As you guys know, we do uh, Draft Kings episode. We're going to go through and and hopefully create a lineup that's going to win you some money. Uh, Before we get started, though, make sure you follow us on the socials at The Cut FFL. That's Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Um, We also have a newly designed website. I don't know if you guys saw that on our Twitter, but officialcutpod.wordpress.com is uh, the... URL. That's what that's called. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) um, So you can go there, check that out. That's, that's still a work in progress, but uh, we do have one article up. I know that Nathan had talked about maybe writing some articles for us. So um, just stay posted to that. We'll hopefully get some rankings up and, and do some DFS stuff and maybe eventually some dynasty stuff. So, and also make sure you subscribe to us. Uh, leave us a review on on whatever podcast have you listened to to us on, but we'll go ahead and get started. Um, let's so for some background, uh, we do just the standard DraftKings lineup, um, standard roster, standard salary. Um, so we'll go ahead and jump right into the quarterback position. What are you guys thinking about this week, Randy? Uh, well. <laughs>
1: We usually do GPP, which that's what we're doing this week too. So while I obviously would love to do Lamar, I think he's one of the more chalky people, and uh, I'm not sure how much he does like running this week because they play the the Bengals and they have a new quarterback and their team's awful. So maybe maybe they just let Ingram and every one of their running backs run a ton. So I tend to want to avoid him. I know Mahomes maybe has the lowest price he's ever going to have just because he's coming back from injury, but even there, he still has a decent ownership. So I wish uh, Winston had a little bit of less ownership because that way you're guaranteed points. Even when he throws five picks, but I yeah. don't know. I, I mean, I think uh, we said on the podcast earlier this week that we thought it'd be a running back battle in the Panthers Packers, but Rogers has pretty low ownership and Kyler has uh, a decently low ownership for this week and he was my star of the week. So what do you guys think of that? Or maybe some cheaper options. Nathan. It's always a, uh, any week
2: is a good week to play Lamar. I, mean, <laughs> oh. I feel like it for, is. for the, for the listeners of the the cut here, they all know that Randy's going to be, is Lamar playing? Let's play <laughs> <Yeah>. Lamar.
0: <laughs> no, it's hard. It's hard not to.
2: I, I totally agree. Um, this week, I think you're probably right. He's not going to be forced to do a whole bunch with his legs, so uh, the Bengals just get gashed by the run. So you just assume they're just going to turn around and hand it off with Ingram, Justice Hill, Gus Bus, all those guys. But as far as quarterbacks go, I really liked one name you said, Aaron Rodgers. And if he's gonna if he's gonna come in with that kind of low ownership. I mean, we saw the game that he is still capable of putting up with how many touchdowns did he throw? Um uh, four, six, five, six, he had like seven. six touchdowns. Yeah. They brought was, in you know, Miami. <laughs> so um if he if he's gonna garner really low ownership and you get a little bit of a discount from the other guys, so yeah um, that that's an interesting spot to go. But obviously Kyler Murray, great play this week, Jameis Winston. Is my version of Lamar Jackson, you know? So oh, I, yeah, I'm with I you there. I, I will I will ride and die with Jameis Winston. He, <laughs> I don't care if he throws three picks in the first quarter; he's still gonna meet value. So oh, if yeah. you get the if you ever get the game where he doesn't turn the ball over, you're looking at like 35.
0: And and I think it could be that type of week. Um, I, I do like what you're saying about Rodgers, though, because of the fact that yes it may still be a running back battle which is kind of what we talked about on episode 24 that it's going to be between aaron jones and jamal williams and cmc and whoever is better wins the game but the way that those running backs are successful is when aaron Rodgers is throwing them the ball and i think that we could see another five touchdown game out of Rodgers. I, randy what do you think about rogers
1: i'm fine with rogers especially with this ownership i mean Trying to get five percent or below for almost every player is pretty impossible, and especially at a quarterback for this talented of a guy. So I'm fine with it. And obviously, there's an obvious stack of Devontae Adams there that's very tasty after eleven targets last week. Oh yeah, coming
2: yeah. right off the right off the injury, just peppers with
1: eleven yeah. targets. <laughs> You've got no one yes. else. I know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Speak, speaking of stack, I think the only quarterback on this whole sheet that we have here that I wouldn't stack somebody with is Tannehill. I think, <laughs> I think even Darnold, I'd maybe play Crowder or I, <laughs> Daniel I Jones. Definitely,
0: Lev yeah. Bell at that point. <laughs>
2: I think you could play naked Lamar. Yeah. <laughs> if But I, I would be comfortable to.
1: playing Hollywood Brown. Yeah, I,
2: I know why people would, but I just, for some reason, his snap count just scares me. I'm not sure if he's totally healthy, so well, but that, that would be one of the only yeah. reasons that would scare me off.
1: Last week was his first game back, too, uh, but I, I thought he ran well last week, even being covered by, you know, Gilmore half the time, and I, I mean, I see the potential this week just because I don't think uh, Lamar's running a ton, which I already said, and. If he's not I, running and you got a guy that's faster than pretty much every bangle, I mean.
0: <laughs> I, I see that, but I can also see a very real possibility that they don't even roll him out there that much because they don't need to. Um, like they just hand the ball off 75 times in the entire game. And that's that like 25 it's for Ingram, 25 for, for uh, Gus Edwards and then 25 it, for Jeff. It's called a game. It, Ingram getting above twenty touches—that's
1: unheard of, sir. It will never happen. You're okay, right. so this
2: is a this is a real question. Yeah. So, Kyler Murray, we can all agree is a good play, right? Great yes. play. Great play. The only problem is we don't really know who he's going to throw the ball to, right? So, would you ever consider just playing Kyler naked and not
1: I, playing any any of the receivers? I would, and I think this week. Is the reason I'm really high on Kyler this week is even though they do now have two healthy running backs, they won't be able to run the ball against Tampa Bay. So that means he's going to be throwing that 40 plus times. And anytime Kyler can throw 40 plus with his rushing upside, I'm fine keeping him just naked there. But obviously Kirk uh, looked good last week and he's more of the deep shot and maybe fits as a pivot because Kirk definitely has higher ownership this week. But if you don't feel comfortable with either, I'm fine. Same with Lamar. It, and even maybe even Josh Allen, I, maybe not this week, but most weeks, you can still play him naked and just be safe. Just because of that rushing floor, you know, you know you're know you locked into a score.
0: Really quick with Kyler, though, I think the receiver that you play is David Johnson. Because <laughs> there's times that they're going to line him up in the slot and on the outside – and he's going to be a receiving weapon for them, and they're going to still have Drake in the backfield. And if that's the case, then I would rather play David Johnson in that role this week than I would if he were lining up in the backfield and taking the handoffs. I think that they're going to do that because, I mean, why would you have him go get beat up by this Bucks run defense for really no reason? I think they're giving the handoffs to, to Drake and they're going to throw the ball to DJ, but – I'm cool with playing him naked too. So I, I, I'm just saying, well, like, if you so, were to, so, if so you were accepted. to
1: set. So <laughs> back to Rodgers. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Rodgers, uh, just going over some lower guys. Uh, Hoyer, obviously getting the start behind that offensive line, even though he doesn't have a ton of weapons. He still have all day to throw. Darnold, this cheap and in a decent matchup, I'm not really that scared of. Daniel Jones in the same game, obviously.
0: Uh, if you're okay I, I with the picks, stay, I want to stay away from that game. The,
1: man. the only the only way I would do Daniel Jones is if I absolutely wanted to stack with Golden Tate. But even then, I don't know why you force it. And I believe <laughs> Tannehill's a a good start this week going up against the Chiefs, having to throw probably after the half.
0: No, Derek kind Henry of game boy.
1: <laughs> no. I, I'm saying we're we're going Rodgers. I'm just listing more people and <laughs> no, no Derrick Henry.
0: It's definitely a Derrick Henry day.
1: <laughs> Sorry. I had to laugh because Mike just posted our dynasty. Oh, quiet day-to-day because there's only
0: one trade. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's funny. All right. Um. So, yeah, we'll roll with Rodgers. Um, if we end up coming back to it, that's what we do. But do we want to just go ahead and put that stack in for Devontae Adams? While I do want to do that, I feel like we should uh
1: decide if we're uh, loading up at running back first. This is so, I think this yeah. is the right play. Yeah, this is the right call.
0: Okay. Um, so let's go over to the running back position really quick then. Um, play them all. Play- <laughs> like, that's the thing. Like if, if it's a have- <laughs> tough week to decide. On can which we, running back you want to play. Um, can, we,
1: can we play three defenses? Is that possible? So we can just play <laughs> one of a tight end. Yeah. Right.
0: Um, so, obviously, McCaffrey's always a good option, but his price kind of scares you, and his ownership but, always scares you. But he always <laughs> pulls through for you. Yeah. Um, the guy I'm looking at, I know we just put Rodgers in here, but Aaron Jones is sitting there against – it's really the only thing that the Panthers don't do well is play against running backs. So I, I, what do you guys think about that stack instead of the Devontae Adams stack? Think
1: I'd, I think I'd rather have Devontae personally, but then again, I have Devonte in season long, so maybe I'm a little bit biased. <laughs> uh, and I'm a Packers fan, so you're never going to get a bad answer out of me. <laughs> I, I do want to say that having Camara this much cheaper than everyone else there is really enticing being full go and I do want to say pretty much every Saints Falcons game is a just shootout like thirty five to thirty eight and that makes I mean that's enticing. I I want something in that game.
0: Yeah I think we'll I think we come back to that yeah with receivers. Um Ted Ginn's a a smash play this week. Uh, I know I'm playing Kamara another Smash play. It's a smash play. We were talking about it earlier. Yeah, for sure.
1: Smash play for four targets?
0: No, he's going to get more than that.
1: Well, he's going to take all four of
2: them
0: to the house. Exactly. He He very well
1: could, but it's Ted Ginn. More than four targets is
0: rare. All right, so while we're on the the Aaron Rodgers stack, I know you guys probably want Devontae Adams, but – I do want to mention that we've got Jamal Williams sitting there at 5,200. He's been a top 20 running back uh, almost every week in, in season-long fantasy. Uh, is that someone you're looking at as like a cheaper running back option? So This is the Packers episode. I like
1: him because he's going to get the receiving work. We kind of saw that last week. He kind of dominated that aspect of it. But – you got a hundred dollars more, Dave Montgomery, who does have high ownership this week, but gets guaranteed touches now. And then you got Devin Singletary going up against the way too soft Browns defense, who just got all the touches last week at
0: yeah. cheaper.
1: I mean, it, that's your start for, of the
0: week, though. So you're biased it is.
1: again, yeah. But and he has higher ownership too. That's my thing is. He's a good tournament play because he has low ownership, but because he doesn't have a full workload, it kind of scares me. Yeah, he's.
2: I, I feel like he's had a little bit of touchdown deodorant this year. He's got yeah. Jamal Williams has six touchdowns. It's crazy. So if you take out and he and he's got a touchdown each of the last four weeks. So if you subtract six points off of his last four weeks, that leaves him at ten point nine. 12.6 7.1 and then the outlier week in week five against or week six against Detroit at 20.6 points. So I feel like he's pretty touchdown dependent. Um, so you're banking on him catching a touchdown because you assume he's not going to get any rushing touchdown equity in yeah. that <laughs> Packers offense. No. So um, as far as Jamal Williams goes, I he's not entered my player pool for the week. So um but I do understand why somebody would look to him in a game like this. And it is, it's the third highest total on the slate. I think it's a,
1: a sneaky shootout spot. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So
2: it could get a little rowdy there.
1: Yeah. yeah. I, I do personally think that we kind of need to lock in one of the top, like three running backs for this to be a super successful
0: lineup. S- yeah.
1: If I can speak, apparently that was yeah, weird. super
0: successful. Uh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> um, I mean, Saquon doesn't have the best matchup. We didn't really touch on Saquon, but it's Saquon Barkley. Matchup's uh,
1: matchups better with Leonard Williams gone.
0: Agreed. And matchup's also better with Adam Gase as the coach in, in New York. So uh, Yeah,
1: and Sterling Shepard and Evan Ingram gone. See, that kind of scares me. I forgot about that. So – The last time this happened was against the Patriots and they didn't have Saquon and Golden Tate dominated basically off of one really lucky catch, but he also had a pretty good game and he doesn't face Gilmore. So if you expect that he can even be successful going up against quite possibly the best cover corner, maybe Saquon can do his work against the Jets.
0: Yeah. I don't know too many people who can't do their work against the Jets. I know I said the matchup's not great, but statistically it's not great, but just the trend of the Jets means that you wanna probably play a lot of people well, against them.
1: Yeah, they lost Leonard Williams. Well they traded him and then I mean they've lost linebackers, they've lost other D linemen safeties. I mean they're 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 not great anymore. <laughs>
2: so they so, never but, were, but so if we do go ahead and throw one of these top guys in, um, it hurts. I understand. <laughs> it, it, I know it is. It it's hard. Um, kudos to DraftKings for keeping the pricing tight. Um, it's almost gotten a little too tight. So, yeah, it's tough. Yeah. So if you wanted to throw McCaffrey in, um, <laughs> I'm 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 into that. I I don't think there's any ownership that's too high, and there's probably until no. he reaches like twelve thousand dollars that's yeah. probably the price where you have to cut it off. That's like Russell Westbrook, James Harden territory from NBA
1: DFS, if you guys
2: play mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Then it's just I mean, like you got to pull back the reins.
1: His his lowest game non-Tampa Bay is 30 and a half points. Yeah, that's nuts. <laughs> and and we all know that the Packers don't have the best run defense. Or so. defend Yeah,
0: guys out of the backfield at all. Yeah, I I can't argue any of that. I I think he's a, a really good play this week.
2: It's it's tough though if you put Rogers and McCaffrey in just to start, you're at forty seven hundred remaining.
0: Yeah, that's you almost have to go back to your quarterback and and take a little bit of a discount. But I mean, <laughs> <laughs> nah, what, I, we're going I, I, we're going Cardinals defense, boys. Let's get let's lock yeah. them both in. I mean what is that the no we're going falcons defense 1500 i get so scared man like you see that average remaining left and and you just well that's
1: that's why i that's why i've been pivoting more to Kamara, but i understand your worry of i just don't think him almost playing 2 weeks ago and then by week and then now full go means he's not going to play full go do we believe Sean payton and what he said, that they're going to manage his touches a little bit better now? No. I mean, but here's the thing. They, they've they managed his touches for the last two years as well with Ingram, and he's had slate-breaking games with Ingram having a good game. So it's not out of the realm of possibility for him to score three touchdowns on, like, 16 touches.
0: All right. So, Randy, your vote's Kamara. Nathan, what's your vote?
2: Uh, I'm good with Kamara if you want to go there, but otherwise, um, if, if we're too scared, I, I would go with Christian McCaffrey.
0: My vote's Saquon. So <laughs> okay, that okay. Going, that going. Uh. So, Well, if you're
1: if if we all have three different, why don't we go with the guy that's been a guaranteed lock and just hurt our cap?
0: So McCaffrey. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Ooh, gonna
1: be so uh scrolling way down for the next running back, uh yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is
2: this is what's tough because like I I really wanna play Jalen Samuels again Same. and yeah. like just try to jam it in. I Let's I do, I do
1: wanna I do wanna point out that this is probably the lowest ownership you're probably ever gonna get for Chubb this week. I know we can't do it with this lineup, I just kinda wanna point that out.
0: Yeah. Uh, I and I think he's gonna have a good game.
1: Yeah, it, even if even if Kareem Hunt gets 10 touches, which, a reminder, hasn't played football in over a year now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, Kareem Hunt could do some things, but he's not going to get 20 touches this week.
0: <laughs> Agreed. Um, so I want to put Jalen Samuels in this lineup. Yeah,
1: for me, uh, I know you talked about DJ earlier. He's a decent play with how much they've dropped him in price. Mm -hmm. And Jalen Samuels, Montgomery's good play, Singletary, Damian Williams could have another game, but I don't know. And then Ronald Jones, guaranteed touches could be helpful at that price, but he also has one of the higher ownerships because he's so cheap.
0: He's cheap and he doesn't get the passing work and this has, it it smells like a shootout. So I just, he might get a touchdown, but I think uh, Ronald Jones is definitely touchdown dependent this week because I, I just well, don't think they're going to run the ball a lot.
1: But at this price, if he gets a touchdown, he hits value, no matter yeah. what. Because yeah, but he's not going to have eight yards on a touchdown. Uh, I don't know. That might be possible. <laughs> 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 okay, so for me, I think it's pretty much either lock in Jalen Samuels or go for a, a higher ownership of Montgomery or Singletary, which they could be a flex consideration as well.
2: I have not played any David Montgomery at all in DFS. I have no shares of David Montgomery. Top ten in in the last long. two
1: weeks since Matt Nagy stopped being stupid. Uh, he's
0: still stupid,
2: but he's still, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I'm I, just I, going up quotes <laughs> here,
1: Nathan. All right, man. You
2: know I'm just, I'm just, I'm just throwing quotes at you, bro. It's all good. No, um, I, I. I see why people want to do it, and that fifty three hundred tag is is going to be enticing to people this week, especially when salary is hard to come by.
1: It's a dare from DraftKings. That's it's what it is. It scares. I
2: don't know why it scares me so much.
1: It scares you because it's the Bears' offense, and they can't throw the ball. And now they have Darius Slay covering Allen Robinson, their only good target. So. And Trey Burton's banged up. So you're basically relying on just Montgomery and Anthony Miller.
0: Well, and Randy, we talked um, on the last episode, we're slamming the under in that game. Like Yes, we are. You've got the Bears who don't know how to run an offense. You've got the Lions whose strength is the Bears' defense's um, strength. So it's just a rock meets a hard place. I just I don't want really anything in that game. Ex- I, I no, I don't I don't want anything in that game. I want carry on to be healthy. I,
1: I do want to point out that Stafford <laughs> does have low ownership this week because it's the Bears, but they're only going to be able to throw the ball. So it's, just, it's a dart throw, but it could work out for you. That being yeah, said, that, I don't know who the heck I would play as his target, but he could comedy. have. I mean, his floor is probably what, like 265 and I guess no touchdowns. Like, that's his absolute floor. I mean, who's but, scoring
0: the touchdowns then? Well, that, I'm t- it, but if he's least, throwing 50
1: uh, times, he, they're going to get a touchdown. Yeah. I mean, they kind of have to. <laughs> Either way, we've kind of broken it down to not being willing to trust Montgomery. So that means I assume we're not trusting Singletary off of yeah, one I, week. I can't, I can't
2: do that. And I, I love that guy. I'm trusting
1: him in other things and maybe even other lineups, but. So I understand. I. So that leaves us Jalen Samuels and boy, oh boy. <laughs> do you guys want? Do you want to
2: go with Kalen Balaj? I Ew. will leave this call, Nathan. I will. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather play <laughs> Miles Gaskin. Yeah, yeah. No, Kalen Balaj is awful. This so he's not good at do, football. Do you, it, did you guys play Mark Walton? Did you play any lineups last week? Yes I or no? I I didn't.
1: I played. A couple, and I didn't play Mark Wald. I only good. played him in one season long because I literally – I only could play him and Carlos Hyde. That was all I had. Ew, dude. Hey, Hyde yeah. had a good week.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I won. He did. Yeah. I, beat
1: Ken, I beat Ken by 0. .5 points that week, even with Walden, and that's fun. I saw that. All
2: right, so, so who's what it if, down to then? One 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 quick name.
0: I, I put in Samuels. Okay. But I, what's your what's your name, Nathan? Nathan. J
2: D McKissick. Oh God. Forty three hundred. So you want to talk about a guy that's going to get the passing work. And if they're going to chuck it fifty times, like he's an option for them. He's not going to get more than like six to eight carries, but he might get like eight targets. Maybe.
1: Mm -hmm. But my thing is at that point. He's got to catch a
2: touchdown. So Yeah.
1: (laughs) I at forty three hundred I'd rather take guaranteed touches for Jones. That's my Mm -hmm. only Obviously, there's no, there's only one or two receiving work there, but right,
2: yeah. I, I'm i just all in on Samuels this week. I yeah. already put him in, I already put him in. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> so I, was, I was gonna say we should probably move to the cheaper positions to make us feel better on the wide
0: receiver. Later. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> um, so let's do that, let's go to defense uh Falcons defense 1500 you guys cool with that
1: (laughs) no I'm not I don't think I don't see Drew Brees throwing picks and I know they can't rush the passer so they're not getting sacks
0: so the low defense that I am willing to play the just punt absolutely is the Cincinnati Bengals and let me tell you why the Bengals suck don't get me wrong like they're terrible and they're facing the best offense in this the is NFL a great start yes however, they had two weeks to prep they're making a change at quarterback and when that happens sometimes the entire team plays a little different. I'm willing to bet the Bengals get three sacks and that's it they'll probably have like 45 points put up against them but it doesn't matter if they get three sacks they're pretty close to well zero. Yeah, I, well, no, because forty-five points is pretty outlandish. That's, so twenty-eight points, twenty-eight points, and Dude. and three sacks. That's the only team I'm willing to down here, though. Like it, the Dolphins. I will,
1: I will say, in fairness, they played the the Ravens already, and that was their highest going week of nine points. My Jackson's running back, <laughs> but that. Jesus, dude. (laughs) With that, they had one fumble recovery and one sack and one defensive. So they literally, they got a defensive touchdown. That was their whole. It's happening again. That's what I'm saying. No, it's not. History. Uh, So (laughs) the real low defense that I'd like to go with is the Cardinals.
0: Oh, no. Why? Who
1: are just as bad, but guess what we already said? Jameis could throw three to five picks. That's probably fair. And Jameis eats sacks if it's close. He doesn't he protects the ball now, at least, but he just eats the sacks. He eats his,
0: his W's too. <laughs> I
1: I love I love how you held it up to the camera like we're gonna use this video footage. Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> yeah, absolutely so, not. Besides the Cardinals, I think the Browns and the Steelers are decent plays at maybe getting picks from shaky quarterbacks.
0: Um... Don't you call Josh Allen shaky when Nathan's on here?
2: Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you guys remember that. <laughs>
0: Hey, I'm a big Josh Allen Did, guy too. But do you,
2: do you disagree, Nathan?
0: No, I don't. I <laughs> yeah. Don't <agree. laughs>
2: Here's but. the thing. You
1: want to talk about a guy that's fumbled a lot. That guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's more actually what I mean. He hasn't thrown a ton of picks this year, but he has been – Less careful with the ball than Lamar Jackson somehow. <laughs> and so, Lamar holds it out. Yeah. He's he's actually fumbled a lot, but he hasn't
2: lost a lot of fumbles. Very true. Which is scary because if he loses, you know, three or four of those, I mean, he's in like Daniel Jones territory. Look at his look at his box score, like game long for the last five weeks. He's fumbling like twice a game, Daniel Jones.
1: Which is absolutely absurd. Yep. Which is why other teams to bring up the Jets and the Giants both respectively <laughs> because <laughs> both teams are awful and both quarterbacks turn the ball over.
0: Agreed. And then another one that we had talked about how crap the offense is, the Lions. Any interest in the Lions this week? They're, I have interest, but they are kind of right
1: now a sieve in the running game. And uh, I mean – If we're playing Rodgers, we personally can never play the defense going against him right here because I don't want to bet against myself like that. Mm -hmm. But obviously, the Bills at the same price are a fun play not to watch for us personally. But
0: (laughs) I mean, so I want to take it back to the Giants and Jets because I think that's the game. That's definitely the game. Which one of the which quarterback do you think is going to suck more? So, my.
1: I think. Daniel Jones.
0: I think think, Darnold's
2: going to come off the schneid.
1: I think Darnold has a better scoring game, but I also think the Jets have a worse offensive line. So, I'm kind of. But the Jets have more targets than Daniel Jones does. I mean, I think I would play the Jets' defense if I was picking those, but I do want to say I'd much rather play the Cardinals. (laughs) Just, I would be, I'd be open to the Cardinals or
2: the Browns. I think the Browns, um, they really get pressure on the quarterback, and that's yeah. what I look for. I just want a team that's going to get the most pressure against a weak offensive line, and I think the, the Browns could do that. And obviously, the Cardinals, the matchup speaks for itself. Jameis can,
1: you know, go off for five picks, but also throw yeah. five touchdowns, and you're fine. Yeah. So let me I'm also. Also, with the Browns, the Bills aren't notoriously going to score a ton of points. They do win, but they don't score like forty points. So, the points against won't hurt you a ton.
0: Let me introduce some new information to this pod, though. Olivier Vernon is already ruled out, so you've got a backup defensive end starting on opposite of Miles Garrett. Does that worry you at all? Not necessarily.
1: Because Miles Garrett can break through double teams. Yeah, this
0: is this has all the the makings of a four sack game for Miles Garrett. If I'm being honest, but
1: this has this has all the makings of like I
0: said in the podcast, a seventeen to fourteen game with
1: where the Bills still win, probably. Yeah, but probably. I mean, realistically, <laughs> I don't see this as a high scoring game. If I had to bet this game, I would bet on
2: the Browns.
0: All right, I like that, and
2: I might and I might take the money line. <sighs>
0: Just, all right. So
2: wait—they're giving up points, aren't they? They're like minus three now. Yeah, yeah. I, I would bet the Browns. Let's do it. Let, let's, bet, let's bet
0: the Browns defense then. Okay. <sighs> all right. Okay. So I hate next, that.
1: Cheap, next cheaper position. Let's go to tight end. All right. Let me scroll all the way down. Brent Ellison, lock. Get all that salary back. Baby. <laughs> I Seriously. you know, and I I frankly don't hate it this week, just Ooh. because. I mean, even with Ingram in the lineup, he has been the guy to accidentally get the touchdown of the week.
0: So, I mean. Let me just really quickly say that I was just scrolling through and I saw Jaden Graham for the Falcons, thought it was Jimmy Graham, got really excited. It's not It's Jaden, whoever the hell that is. Um, You you tell the best stories. Shut up. Um, So...
2: (laughs) I think Mike Issey is sick. He's gonna be the guy that most people just play. Yeah, in. He, he's 3, the 100.
1: chalk. He's the chalk of the week, but at the price, it's probably not the worst thing to just eat it for the position that you're not expecting that many points from.
0: All right, Nathan, let's talk about your guy. Let's talk about OJ oh. Howard. Oh no! <laughs> I I posted
2: that. I posted that give on Twitter where it's just like the. I couldn't, like, I should have just rearranged it where it was the the bug light and the bug. So it's just, like, me and OJ Howard. It's like, don't go away from the light, Nathan. Go away from the light.
0: Seriously, though. I mean. No, that it's like kryptonite. I I want to so bad. We talked about it. Uh, I, I think that's Sean's start of the week at tight end this week. Oh, and I, I. Go ahead.
1: boulders, dude. That's. I wow. know. Wow, right there. Well, the only person that picks anyone that everyone will play is Christian. So we try and, like. Me and Sean try and come up with some deeper hey, starts, you know. Hey, no, I take took all it, the shots. Keenan Allen.
0: Yeah, Keenan Allen was the first one this <laughs> week. He played on Thursday. I, I messed up. It, it's okay. You've
1: also said Devonte Adams,
0: and I'm telling you though, people, I I try to lead people away from from the light where the light is sitting. These great players, and I see it all over Twitter. People like people tilt so easily. So I try to. Steer him back, but I'm not gonna steer anyone towards OJ Howard, I'll tell you that. I was waiting, I trying to
1: see where you're gonna turn that. Yeah.
0: I'm I'm not steering anyone towards OJ Howard. I do really like Mike Gasicki this week. However, everyone's gonna play him, so it's it's chalk. I don't I don't want it. Um so I do want to point
1: out last week they did target the tight end position more for Tampa Bay, but they targeted four tight ends. Oh. And Bright is trending towards playing. Is a game time decision, so I kind of want to move away from that.
0: Yeah, I never move towards it. Um. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I like. I mean, talking about Kusekis, my starter of the week. So again, biased. And Christian just traded for him, so maybe he's biased too. Uh, but he's a good play, and my reasoning for it was. They are gonna throw a bunch with Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick could throw three picks this game. We don't know, but even if he does, he's still gonna be throwing a ton. And they don't really have that many more people alive there. I mean, very true. Um, it's it's targets are going somewhere, and it's either gonna be a Gasecki who had a better week last week get even more of an uptick, or maybe Albert Wilson gets more, but he hasn't looked great all year. Parker should get more looks, but he also could get double-teamed.
0: Yeah, um, so I want to bring up two more names, uh, guys I kind of like this week. Jack Doyle against those Dolphins, and then Jonah Smith. Jonah Smith, is he he disappointed everyone last week, that's for sure. However, Delaney's not playing. I think that they're going to have to throw the ball. Um, sadly, oh, are they? shut <laughs> up, dude. Derrick is still going to be a top five guy. Um, but they're going to have to throw the ball now that Mahomes is playing. So, what do you guys think of Joni Smith this week?
1: I I like him, but he was splitting routes last week with the other tight ends. So I'm not. I I don't love him as much as week eight. I guess I should say. Yeah, Nathan, I like the price tag
2: on on Jonah Smith 3,500 is, um, I mean, obviously it's appetizing for us because we're uh, hurting for money. <laughs> so, um, yeah. And I think that he's a good pivot away from Goseki. Um, I don't yeah. think anybody's really going to play this mid range and tight end. You know, if, if anybody is Mostly. playing tight end, they're going to play Kelsey or they're going down. So yeah, if you're looking at guys like,
1: you know, Olson, Doyle, Smith, <laughs> yeah, um, or, or all the old Gisecki. ones, <laughs> yeah,
2: all, all all dad running tight ends, <laughs> and then like Red Ellison at twenty five hundred. So, uh, if you are trying to pivot away from Gasecki, I mean, you can eat some chalk in lineups. You don't have to be contrarian at every position. Right. So, if we if we really needed to, um, to to play a little chalk, I'd be okay with Gisecki. Uh thirty one hundred. You are not looking for much. I mean, what do you need? Seven points out of him
1: nine points yeah yeah
2: and four catches for 30 yards and you're already at seven
1: yeah and you're almost you're almost guaranteed that honestly with him uh and at the price it's you can't really be mad at it all right it's it's a position that you're you're hoping for that explosive game but you're pretty much gonna get 10 points so and if he catches the touchdown
0: you're in gravy yeah
1: okay so all right so it's gonna uh,
0: be my (laughs) gosicki You guys cool with that? I went out to my Kosicki, yes. <laughs> All right, guys, before we um, head into our wide receivers and our flex position, I do want to take a quick break. Uh, when we get back, we'll we'll hit up the wide receivers. Welcome back. Uh, we are going to hit up our wide receiver position. I do want to mention that we have 52.50 remaining uh, per player, which is a lot better than the 47, 44 <laughs> Wherever we ended up before we, we tossed in our defense. <laughs> not that bad, okay. <laughs> not bad. Not bad at all, uh, especially for a lineup with Christian McCaffrey in it. So, all right. Wider receiver. So it looks like
2: we're just going to play two Ted Gins and then we're going to stack up <laughs> the rest of the big guys. Yes, yeah. exactly.
1: So uh, that Devonta Adams thing we were talking about, we uh, we doing that? Yeah.
0: Yeah, okay. <laughs> and back down right. to forty seven hundred
2: is awesome price for
1: yeah for yeah. Montana. Especially it's someone, the cheapest he's gonna be.
0: Especially someone who got double digit targets last week. That's that's nuts. All right.
1: Okay, so scrolling down again. Yeah, all the way down. <laughs> so
0: our average now is forty seven hundred. Uh, so that's your Tyler Boyd's. Uh, Devonte Parker's forty eight, but we can't do that now. Um, I kind yeah. of. So we have three more positions to fill. I want to spend up on one and then find our our uh, sleeper value plays down at the bottom for the last two. Okay. Are you guys cool with that strategy? Sounds
1: terrific.
0: Nathan, what do you think? Do all right, sweet. All right, so spending up, uh, you can't spend all the way up. <laughs> uh, we're probably looking at like the 5500 to... Uh, 62 maybe max um to where we could still get some value out of the other two positions there's a guy that i really like sitting here at 5400 and his name is calvin ridley he performed well with matt schaub he has matt ryan back and i know everyone's putting Russell freaking Gage in their lineups for whatever reason, thinking he's taking this a new role. But I think Ridley and and, and Julio and even Hooper are going to absorb that role a lot more than what it looked like with Matt Schaub. So I think Ridley at 5,400 is a freaking bargain. Like, I, I think that he's going to be an awesome player. We talked about how that's going to be a shootout potentially. Uh, Randy, what do you think about Ridley? I'm fine with it.
1: <laughs> I mean, he he's going to get guaranteed looks, so I understand it. And he doesn't have anywhere near as tough a coverage as Julio, which that doesn't really matter anyways.
0: His ownership's low, too. Yes,
1: it is. So I'm fine with it. Obviously, I like Pascal as well there just for guaranteed looks mm-hmm. at that same price range, but... I mean we either we either have to drop price or go up from there. So it's literally I understand like from here I like all that. And I, I do like Christian Kirk's a good play, but so is that's what everyone else thinks too. So he has one of the higher ownerships, so I'm fine with avoiding that. And yeah, as a one off
2: I wouldn't play Kirk. Uh especially if I just never try to play chalk one offs and like the only way that I would play Kirk this week is if I really try to fully stack up that Arizona-Tampa Bay game. So yeah. I, I think we got to fade Kirk in this
0: lineup. Yeah, I, I would agree. Yeah. There's another guy that's a little cheaper than that, and that's Sammy Watkins. Um, he's got Patrick Mahomes back. Dude's been a target hog no matter what. He's healthy, and he's only $5,000 this week.
1: And Tyree Kill is healthy, exactly. which is the most important thing. Very true,
0: <laughs> yes. Um, so I, I – as much yeah. as I do love Ridley this week, I was surprised. He, he's kind of that's about the, the max that I'd be willing to go uh, in terms of price with the remaining positions that we have. Um, why am I not seeing Sammy Watkins? So he he bumped up. He's fifty one hundred. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know. know. It's
2: like forty nine hundred, like he was last week. i be like, oh, yeah, let's see. Yeah. I mean,
1: 5,100 is not much different. I was going the 200 really breaking my back. I can't do it. <laughs> this week? Yeah, 200 is a big 200
0: deal. 200 is man. a big deal this I, week.
1: I do also want to bring up the two Carolina receivers and just get yes. your guys' take on both of them.
0: Um, So I did see that Jair Alexander is questionable to play tomorrow, which means that DJ Moore looks a lot more enticing than he did. However, I still think that – if he's out, their next best corner, I don't even know who it is off the top of my head. Uh, is...
1: Desmond King, right?
0: Could be. Right We're talking to the Packers fan.
1: Yeah, him and Tremont. Uh,
2: is Tremont Williams even there anymore? Uh, I name. don't know. That dude's old. I believe he uh, still is. He, I bet yes, he so. is old.
1: I believe so, but I think I'm confused with Tremaine Williams, <laughs> which is really bad that they have such close. I think that's. He's a Jet, right? Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Right. So, yes, you're right. But I'm not <laughs> sure. I don't think King is in a position to be a cover corner. He sticks uh-huh. to his side. So, I think maybe that helps our uh, shootout potential.
0: Yeah. Well, so, it, in that case, do you think he stays on DJ Moore? Or I, I think he stays, just on, stays, stays on Okay. And I, I don't watch many Panthers games for someone who lives in Carolina. Do they move DJ Moore around like they did last year? Somewhat, but Curtis Samuel gets moved
1: more because he's more of a gadget guy, and he's the deep shot.
0: So you're saying uh, I should play Curtis Samuel in my Dynasty team this week?
1: Possibly, but you also just got like Michael Thomas and seven other people, so I don't even know what your lineup is anymore. All right, that was just a side uh, note. Sorry, but I, I do want to say so Curtis Samuel is kind of like the deep shot, and for him to have a really good game, it's kind of be touchdown dependent a bit and DJ Moore is a target monster basically now. But my only worry is a lot of teams this year have switched to, like, a style of defense where if they don't have, like, Gilmore or somebody that's locked down man-on-man, they tend to just, like I said, they're going to leave King on the one side, and then they may double DJ Moore and then just kind of box him out. But I do think they're going to focus more on McCaffrey – but there's nothing he can do on McCaffrey. <laughs> there's no stopping that guy. Agreed. So-, so, I think both are fine, but I'm not sure we want to play two panther people. No, no. no. Definitely <laughs> so not. So that's I I just kind of want to bring him up. I'm not quite sure if we want to do them or not. I know I know Curtis Samuel's cheaper.
0: So let me uh let me just Me personally let you know. out of
1: out of what we've talked about, I think me personally it would be I like Pascal just because he's the number one target, but he won't have as, he will have the same amount of targets probably as Ridley. So I think I'd rather have Ridley or Watkins. Okay. So let me just. Obviously, I I, I do like Marquise Brown, but I was kind of already outvoted on that (laughs) earlier. Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Um, So let me just let you know that if we put in Sammy Watkins and we put in DJ Moore. We have a hundred dollars remaining after we put in Ted Ginn. So so <laughs> what you're saying is What I'm saying is I think we may have just finished the lineup. Like I, I so So you you wanna do DJ Moore and Sammy Watkins.
1: Yep. And then mm-hmm. and then you wanna do either Ginn or Reynolds is what I'm
0: hearing. Did I say Reynolds, or did you just no? I, I, that? I did. <laughs> I did. That, that's... I
1: did. I did before Nathan brought up Balage again. <laughs> uh, uh, I, that was not a serious. Problem. I I, <laughs> no. I want to no. be able to come back on this show. <laughs> <laughs> we we've talked. Me and Christian have talked about how we believe Everett's going to take up more of the targets this week than Reynolds, but there is a shot at this price. He doesn't need that many catches. But I understand Ginn's more of a, a shot guy for us. Yeah, I like Ginn a lot. Um, he, my only thing is he's only. Uh, I feel yeah. like he. I feel like he's only going to get five or six targets at most this week. But I'm not quite sure Reynolds gets more than that either.
0: So. I don't think Reynolds does, and and I talked about it. I think those Brandon Cooks targets mostly go to Everett.
1: And. Probably a comparable secondary would be Houston secondary. Week one was actually better than it is now, and that was the only game Gin really was super relevant at twenty points.
0: And the Falcon secondary is terrible. But so. Ginn hasn't had Breeze most of the year, and yeah, I mean Teddy, Teddy's not throwing to Ted Ginn. Teddy, <laughs> Teddy can't throw to Ted. Teddy, Teddy don't like Teddy. <laughs> so here,
2: here, if you want to do this, if you plug in Watkins and Gin, it leaves you exactly 5,300, which means you could get Zach
0: Pascal. Mm. Would you rather so, Pascal or DJ Moore?
1: I think... Why you got to do that to
0: me? <laughs> I, I'd personally rather DJ Moore.
1: I think DJ Moore is obviously a way more talented guy, but we also talked about not playing two Panthers.
0: So, yeah, I I agree with that. I think that, man, I, I think that no matter what, when you have McCaffrey in your lineup, you can like he's productive, and then Moore and Samuel like one of those two is probably going to be productive, like productive enough to get you value. So they're not. They're not going to have a bad game. Like,
1: that's not in the question. The more in the question is with these guys, we're going to, we're hoping to get carried by Rodgers and McCaffrey and Adams. And then we're hoping that like Pascal or again or Gasicki goes off and that puts us ahead. So that's kind of my thing here. I think.
0: Yeah. I just- I'm not sure. DJ-
1: I can't see DJ Moore going off. But Pascal has shown he can get 30 points with Hilton and everyone else dead.
0: Hey, that that (laughs) uh, Twitter account, one of the questions someone asked us about DJ Moore said that he's primed for a breakout. I don't know where he got that information Uh, going up against Jair Alexander, who's we've talked about it, one of the more underrated corners. Um, I, I, I don't think he's primed for a breakout, but I also don't think that a lot of people are going to miss Zach Pascal down here, uh, knowing that he's the only real target. I mean, I don't know. It, it's also Brian Hoyer. I just – Pascal worries me a little bit more than Didn't others. did
1: Brian Hoyer throw like three touchdowns last week?
0: He did. And I don't want to disgrace Brian Hoyer's name because he's hey. a Browns legend. <laughs> However, I don't know that – I want one of Brian Hoyer's so, receivers
1: <laughs> so but you're so you're saying Kyle Allen's better than Brian Hoyer. Exactly. I guess <laughs> you Pascoe plays the Dolphins without anyone.
0: Yeah, I mean I'm starting him.
1: I say Pasco again.
0: All
2: right. I'm, I'm good either way. So whichever way you want to play God the lineup, here's me. the thing. Here, here's, here's the thing. Christian can play the lineup the way that he wants it. And you can play the lineup the, the way that you nope. want it, because the pricing True. is good. Um, That's you not know, how this works. I would actually, <laughs> I, I'm all for loading up on this Packers, um,
0: Panthers, Panthers game
2: because <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. brain fart. It's getting late. Um, yeah, it is. Uh, I don't know, because I just don't see many people doing it. And if you do believe that Rodgers is going to throw, you know, four or five touchdowns, what's the reason <laughs> why? The Panthers are keeping it close, right? You would yeah. assume.
1: Yeah. I thought, so, I thought I you mean, were about to say play Lazard, and I was just... No. <laughs> Ew. I, I do want to point out that we could also just put Ginn in the receiver spot. And then that gives us the ability to pick from Pascal Montgomery or Jamal Williams or DJ Moore.
0: Uh? <laughs> oh man. It's like, I've it's seen... like
1: you can change things to make it look better. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, I don't know that I'm, <sighs> it doesn't change our decision. I kind It just adds in two running backs.
1: Really. <laughs> yeah. It makes it even harder. Um, yeah. That's the point. Yeah. Oh my lord. I think I, I think I lean more
2: toward the DJ Moore play, but um, I really do like the path to targets and the volume that Pascal does have. That's that's the really only like that's the only
1: hiccup for me that I I don't want to give those up. I I also do want to point out the other thing with Dave Montgomery. The Lions have given up top ten running backs the last six weeks.
0: Wow. Really? Yep. Oh, no. Uh, that's I – get... I don't think that changes much. You know what? I, I think I changed my mind. Um, Pascal's – That's all we do. Yeah. Well, Pascal's ownership is a lot lower than I expected it to be. Um, mm-hmm. His projected ownership probably what's, – What's DJ Moore's? Randy. Oh, I
1: didn't put him in because I didn't think we'd use him. Uh. <laughs> Sorry, don't mean to put you on the spot. It's right. No, it's all right. Hurry up, stats guy. I would ass- I would assume he's
2: probably like what, 12 like a 12%, right? Exactly right.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he's at 12.1% so,
1: currently. So,
0: Pascal is probably around
1: pa- He's going to go up. He's going to go up. Well, mm-hmm. But is he? Because look, like we're having a problem deciding between the people around him, so everyone else has the same problem.
0: Yeah, you're probably right. Or we're just schmucks. Yeah, that's probably because it.
1: Well, that's definitely true. Yes, that's that's not a question. That's hundred percent true.
0: Um, I I'd be comfortable with pascal I, I'll say that. So I'd also be comfortable with DJ Moore because he's shown. That he is the guy.
2: I'd, I'd, I feel like Randy's got a really strong lean toward Pascal and I'll follow that conviction. Mm-hmm. So, because like I'm team, not, yeah. I'm not like so staunch on
1: DJ Moore that I'm just gonna fight you on, on it. But yeah. I,
2: I like the conviction that you have toward Pascal. Yeah,
1: I he's just it's gonna be pretty much him and like Hines and that Doyle. So I, I'd rather take that than. Spreading between McCaffrey, DJ Moore, Curtis Samuel, Greg Olson,
0: and I mean, and all the fumbles. I only
1: think my only thing is deciding between Pascal and Montgomery. That's that's kind of my thing, and Montgomery has way higher ownership. So,
0: so and in
1: theory, we should go Pascal, but Montgomery has more guaranteed touches.
0: Agreed, but I said I'm slamming the under, and I don't want to touch that game, so I veto. Okay, then
1: Pascal it is.
0: <sighs> Sorry. I, I I think Montgomery has the opportunity. I but it could be
1: seven to three and Dave Montgomery could have eighty-five yards and a touchdown. Yeah.
0: But <laughs> No, it, you said Pascal. It's done. It's done. It's all done. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we talk too much as it is. Yeah, so if I'm reading down this lineup, Aaron Rodgers, CMC. Jalen Samuels, Devonte Adams, Sammy Watkins, Ted Ginn, Mike Gesicki, Zach Pasewal, and the Browns' defense. Uh, what do you guys think about that? I
2: am I'm good with it all. <laughs> I like it. I, I'm I, glad that we can get a Ted Ginn play in. I know yeah. the guys on my show tomorrow morning are going to be like, I can't believe you talked about Ted. Ginn.
1: <laughs> well, he was he was a hey, guy man. we were
0: looking at anyway. So
1: I I like Ted Ginn. It, my it's just hard. It's hard to put McCaffrey in your lineup anymore.
0: It and, is. And not,
1: the, the only way that it's not hard is if you pick Tannehill as your quarterback or Brandon Allen or Kyle Allen. I mean, they, they've really made it so they, you, you pay as much as you can to get those points.
2: And I think the one thing that really kind of makes this lineup different is that you manage to get McCaffrey in. You still have um, you know a top-notch quarterback a top-notch wide receiver in Devontae Adams, and you don't feel too bad about the low, you know, the lower end plays that you put in to save a little salary. So um, while most lineups, like you said, are going to swerve to Tannehill and and probably pop in some of those low running backs, we got Jalen Samuels in, and he's like a lock for 20 catches.
0: So <laughs> yeah. At least well, 30. Yeah, because Ru-
1: Rudolph can only throw two yards. So,
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: well. I, I'm personally, after I'm playing Deontay Johnson in Dynasty, but he's also done a lot on like three targets. So yeah. <laughs> I'm not super mad about that. I wouldn't play them in cash lineups or any, or even tournaments probably it's too, it's too much of a gamble. Yeah. But th- that's the thing. If you're getting these cheap guys guarantee targets on a thing, that's why they're cheap. Yeah. So you're going for a, the guy Ted Ginn is as boom as you're going to get at that price.
0: Well, and, and that's one thing I really do like about this lineup is our low-end guys. I mean, we're talking about Sammy Watkins as a low-end guy, and he's got probably the best quarterback in the league throwing to him again this week. So I just <clears throat> I feel very comfortable with the floor of this lineup. Uh, yeah,
1: and as I talked about on our show, it's against a Titans defense that is significantly worse now thanks to injuries. Yeah,
0: uh, I, I agree. So... That'll do it. Um, thank you again, Nathan, for joining us. Um, yeah, absolutely, man. Thanks for having. me Of on. course, yeah. We'll we'll definitely do this again. We'll, Go.
1: Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll sign you off the practice squad again. And, uh, <laughs> another yes. We'll just we're gonna we're gonna Jordan Matthews you the hell out of this. Just gonna keep every, every three put weeks it, just get signed by another team. It's, put it's me great. on the taxi squad. Yeah, and just, oh, like, call I, me up I'll all the time.
0: Sure. <laughs> definitely. Um, so that'll do it. Do you guys have anything to add before we part ways with our loyal fan base? <laughs> what? That sounded so sarcastic, and I love it. No, it was f- for real. <laughs> it's just sounded sarcastic
1: because you paused after everything. Yeah, you gotta enunciate filler. when
0: you're talking about. You don't great have to, fans. Is, Jesus, listen, Even I'm not a. Filler. I'm not a normal show host. That's Sean. You're not normal, that's for sure. You could have stopped there. All right. Well (laughs) I take it you have nothing to add. (laughs) Um oh no. Not at all. (laughs) Not one bit. All right. Well thank you guys for joining us. Catch us for episode twenty six. Nathan have anything to add? Oh Nathan he was quiet. So I assume that he didn't. Nathan do you have anything to add? (laughs) No man, close it out. (laughs) All right. Uh hope to to see you guys listening to this. um, It it is coming out pretty late, so we apologize for that, but uh, we hope to win you guys some money. Um, For Randy Hall and Nathan Joyce, I'm Christian Williams. Peace.